Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 249 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. It's Wednesday, which means it's a whole new week of The Other Ground Live coming at you. Uh, I've had the past three days off to improve my craft and give you a better show. That is not what I did. <laughs> Instead, I took it easy and, you know, enjoyed not having to do the fucking show. <laughs> I hope you guys are all having a great day. Uh, for me, the last couple of days have been not so awesome. Uh, just stomach issues and stuff like that. Uh, partly from stress with the holidays and, you know, uh, money and bills and all that stuff. But partially just because I'm not fucking eating right. <laughs> it, it's, uh, in my defense, it's intentionally not eating right as far as my diet goes. As you guys know, I have IBS issues and I can't eat anything and all that good shit. Um, <clears throat> well, since I don't have to work uh, these days, being laid off, one of the things I've been doing is trying to introduce things into my diet to see if it's an issue or not. Because uh, as you guys probably know from me going on about it constantly, uh, not everybody who has IBS is affected by all the same things. Uh you're looking for something that's I'm living by something that's called the low FOD map diet, F O D M A M A P. Um, and basically it, you know, it's a diet for all the stuff that high FOD map things are stuff that I don't want to eat. It, it, it has the ingredients there that have the potential to upset your stomach. Low FOD map stuff is stuff that you can have plenty of. It shouldn't upset your stomach at all. Thing is not all high FOD map stuff is supposedly going to bother me. It varies from person to person. Uh, like most people with IBS can't eat fried foods, but some people can. Some people, fried food is the only thing that gives them an issue. They can eat anything else that they want. Other people like, well, fuck, like apples are on the IBS issue uh, uh, list as things that you can't eat. Um, but not everybody who has IBS can, you know, can't have apples. Some people can have it just fine. Point being that you have to, after you've eliminated everything from your diet and got your stomach right and feeling okay, what you're supposed to do is introduce something and see how it works with you. And then find out whether you have can have that or not, which is what I've been trying to do. Uh, it hasn't really been working that well because my issue being I haven't been paying a good enough attention to uh, what I've been eating exactly. So I spent the last few days eating several wrong things, and now I'm paying for it. And I don't really know which exactly which one it was. <laughs> so it's kind of a waste of an experiment, and I'm in pain for no real reason. So, uh, but in the future, and over the next month or two, that's one of the things I'm going to be doing is. Uh, trying different uh, foods uh, more scientifically this time to see what I am and am and am not allowed to eat. <clears throat> but anyway, so that's how my day's been going. Uh, weird day as far as like the workout thing. I um, normally work out in the morning, as you guys know. Uh, I did not because I felt like shit. You know? And uh, um, I justified it with the fact that this is like a uh, rest week anyway. So you're supposed to be doing lighter workouts. Uh, and that worked right up until, I don't know, about an hour, hour and a half ago. Uh, I was right around, yeah, about four thirty or so when I was overcome with guilt and had to go into my workout room and do a workout. <laughs> so I, it, as I mentioned, it's a, a rest week. So it was like two sets of bench pressing and like three sets of some of the accessory stuff. Uh, so it wasn't a big deal at all. Uh, but I also, am not used to working out this late in the afternoon. Uh, basically I'm not used to working out that fucking high. <laughs> it was a different experience for me. I don't know if I was better at it or worse than that. The weights did seem heavier than they normally are. So I, I would have to lean toward the um, smoking pot, not being uh, great for your workouts. I don't know. I guess it depends on the mindset. I could see being good and high and just like pushing through stuff, even if it did feel kind of heavier from smoking pot. Uh, but for the most part, I think I'd rather just get up in the morning uh, and work out, get it over with. Um, 
if nothing else, I was overcome with guilt throughout the entire day and I couldn't really enjoy my day. Part of that might be the fact that I felt like shit, which I do feel like shit right now, by the way, not to go over the same point multiple times, but just in case you were wondering, I, I haven't suddenly recovered from feeling shitty all day and hopped onto the show and, you know, feeling all awesome and shit. But sometimes in life, you just got to push through whatever's going on and, you know, take care of your fucking priorities and business and, you know, your commitments. And I'm committed to do a show for you guys. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as always, you guys can uh, call in. Uh, you can call in to talk about what I'm talking about. You can ignore what I'm call what I'm talking about and call in uh, with your own stuff. Uh, if you don't want to call in, you can type stuff out on the uh, chat box, and I will try to pay attention to it. Although I will admit I'm really shitty at that. Oh, look, we have a caller. Oh, I'm not sure if I recognize the name. I hope I'm going to pronounce it right. Uh, what is up, Homeboy eighty <laughs> eight? <laughs> I'm back, motherfuckers. But you know what? From now, what's up, Passive Jade? But from now on, you're gonna get a very minimized version of Homeboy '88 when I can call in. I'm not gonna fuck with you guys with the sliding doors and the sliding back door. I'm not gonna fuck you guys with the wind. Okay, and all this noise bullshit. I'm gonna be professional, sitting in my van, talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah, we so were, we really we really did take that gag too far at the end. <laughs> <laughs> At the point where you're here, you get attacked by dogs and interactions do with the not, customers. Like, yeah, maybe I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this to the chat. They want admin so they could ban me already. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Let's all, all play right. nice. Come on for All us. right. All Whoever nice wants now. to ban me, I got three words for you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, it ain't gonna yeah, happen. No, I, I I do appreciate the professionalism. I uh, so yeah. Oh uh, man, man, how yeah. you been? Great, man. Uh, actually, I stayed off. You know, Podbean for like a week almost. Um, I was listening here and there to some bullshit. There was some drama. That was cool. But for the most part, I was listening to new shows and uh, listening to like old shows. I was like, damn, I remember when I used to do this shit. And it was cool, you know. I took a little break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. there's the, there is a such thing as uh, having oversaturation. Because it is reaching a point where yeah. um, I follow uh, a lot of people on uh, Podbean. If I see that someone has followed me, I will try to follow them back. I don't have a good success yeah. rate with that because you know, I get followed so much and I miss people. Like, I think, I, I think I'm following... 440, 450 people. I'm excuse me. I think 440, 450 people are following me, but I'm following yeah. like 300. But I'm following like 300 because I missed some here and there. <laughs> but that also means I'm following 300 people, and most of them I don't know who the fuck they are. And occasionally I see your name pop up on the fucking show synopsis of just random fucking people. I'm like, oh, homeboy's on that show, huh? <laughs> yeah yeah new rules everybody that ain't gonna happen anymore okay oh. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be you know like when tide back in the days in the 80s was just tied and then fucking i don't know when it happened tide concentrated right or fucking uh per, per, you know like a detergent <laughs> concentrated yeah, that's maybe me. People, 
Yeah, you're a tie ball, dude. That's what we need. We need a tie ball. Exactly. It's going to be Homeboy 88 in concentrated form. All you need is a little dose of me, motherfuckers. Enough of this. Enough of this saturating your goddamn clothes with me and washing yourself of your sins, bro, because I say to you that I praise the Lord. I'm a little hyped up. (laughs) I've been up for a fucking week. It seemed like a fucking year. I was in solitary confinement, so you can't blame me. (laughs) I I know the feeling. Dude, I take three days off, and I'm like, yo, as I mentioned earlier, as I mentioned earlier, over and over again, I feel like shit today, but I, I, there's still no way I was going to take the day off. I'm like, dude, I've had the last three days off. I got to get up up there and do my show. I got to dance like a monkey for these people. What the fuck? Um, That's exactly right. And you're an entertainer, right. and so am I. And so when I was on in solitary confinement, right, and I was a ghost, I was like, hey, <laughs> it's Christmas time. You know, usually I say bah humbug, fuck Christmas because, you know, all these packages and shit. I was so pissed right. off one year. I was so pissed off one year I told a little kid, I'm Santa Claus. Fuck you and your North Pole. Santa Claus from the fucking uh, east side, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, your, your comment has caused me to veer off in a drastically different direction for our topic right now uh let me tell you a story of of why i quit telemarketing uh i i've told you guys before i've telemarketed quite a few uh years ago uh and but i did it for about six or seven years predominantly for one company that i was pretty happy with their work ethic they were a real company they went out and did real work they didn't lie to anybody or any of that good shit it was just a carpet cleaning company but i did also work in other places uh, over the years uh back and forth trying different things um Mm -hmm. and one at the time I was working for a flooring company. So I guess it wasn't that far off. It was a place that instead of cleaning carpets, they installed carpets and tiling and wood floors and oh, all that cool, good shit. Fuck yeah. so, all, so all I did was sit around all day with an automatic dialer uh, in a room with like five or six, five or six other people. And an automatic dialer, if you're not familiar with it, is exactly what it sounds like. It automatically dials phone numbers. So you'll sit there in front of a blank computer oh. screen with, with the headphones on. And just sit there <clears throat> until someone picks up a phone. Because while you're sitting there, the computer is dialing three or four or five or six or eight or ten lines, all linked together to this bank. And whenever someone picks up the phone, it goes to one of the computers. Which is why, by the mm-hmm. way, when you pick up a phone, uh, you won't hear anything for a couple seconds. And then you'll hear someone obviously click into the phone call, right? Because all of a sudden you hear background noise and all that good stuff. And someone will start talking to you. You also don't hear that anymore because now everything's fucking automated. You don't even get a real a person in a, for a phone call anymore. But back in the day, that's how that worked. So I worked with a whole bunch of other people sitting in this room. And uh, being that it wasn't a large room, you could hear the other people work. Um, and there's this guy. I can't remember his fucking name anymore or anything like that. But he was a fucking scumbag. <laughs> he was the exact reason why people fucking hated telemarketers. Uh, he was impossible to get oh, off yeah. the line. He would say whatever he could to get the lead, uh, you know, for uh, a salesperson to call back and you know and sell the stuff. Uh, but yeah. what got me was how he dealt with kids. Um, mm. Cause you know, kids when you're a telemarketer are, are a hard thing. Cause if they answer the phone, you, you don't want to talk to a kid, obviously. You need to talk to an adult, right? So normally, I'd be like, for me, I'd be like, hi, my name's Jay. May I, may I speak with Mr. and Mrs. Smith? You know, did, and you, if the, did you just compare me to an asshole telemarketer? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Like I said, there's 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 a lead into it. Right. It comes in a full circle, trust me. You know, so But when I got a kid, you know, I'd be like, hi, my name's uh, Jay. May I speak with Mr. and Mrs. Smith? 
oh, well, who's this? Well, as I mentioned, my name's Jay. I'm calling from so-and-so and so-and-so. And if they hung up with me, well, then whatever. If you if you teach your kids to hang up on telemarketers, obviously you don't want to talk to a telemarketer. Probably found, uh, saved me some time. Um, that's not how he did it. Uh, who is this? You know, when they, when, as I mentioned, I'd say who I was. That's not what he did. He'd say stuff like, you know, um, this is your uncle Phil, uh, get your dad on the phone <laughs> or just flat up lies. But the one that got me, it was the holiday season. Uh, he got a kid on the phone, you know, he's, he's like, uh, Hey, uh, he, 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 just, he would just say, Hey, let me talk to your dad. Yeah. And, and, and the kid said, well, who's this? And the guy said, it's Santa Claus. Let me talk to your dad. Or you're not getting any presents for Christmas this year. To like an eight or a nine year old. And that's when I realized I didn't want to be a fucking telemarketer anymore. <laughs> to sit there and listen to that guy say that to a kid. I'm like, oh fuck me. Really? Jesus Christ. This is what this is what I work with. This is who I am. I, I can't do this anymore. I I got I got up and walked out. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah. And you guys um focus on old people, right? Do they tell uh, you guys that? No, no, yes no. That's no. What, uh, at nope. least, uh, at least not for uh, at the time. We, we would just buy basically phone books and numbers, and all they were were just you know, oh, like, guys' okay. numbers and stuff like that. I imagine that you could specify that, but that'd be a, a quite a bit more in depth marketing than what telemarketers uh, do. Most dark marketers, just, telemarketers, just do blanket telemarketing, especially now with the uh, phone calls being all automated and such. Right, 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 right. Well, but anyway, sorry, not, not to digress. <laughs> That's the end of the spin cycle. We got to go. Homeboy 88 is done. Put me in the dryer <laughs> and, uh, you know, put me up after and don't let me wrinkle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, peace out, everybody, and uh, have a Merry Christmas, Jay. Uh, you too, homeboy. Uh, you To you and your family. Have a great day, boss. All right. All right. Later, man. Later, man. There we go. That was awesome. See? Homeboy got to call in. I got to talk with him with my good friend. We got in, in touch for a little while. He didn't slam any doors and, and bust anybody's eardrums. So everybody's happy. Uh, so as I was mentioned before uh, Homeboy called in, anybody's uh, more than welcome to call in if you like. Uh, I'm friendly. I don't bite. Uh, if you don't want to call in, put stuff in the chat box. Uh, although I ignore that entirely, apparently. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I, I Every time I go to start reading the chat box, that's normally when someone calls in. And honestly, when someone's calling in, I'm trying to pay attention to what they're saying. So those times I definitely will miss probably what you're saying in the chat box. But right now, if you've got something that you want to uh, talk about, uh, throw it in the chat box. I'm paying attention right now. Go ahead, say it. Satan. Someone changed their name again. Satan. <laughs> Ah, shit. Uh, I see Dragonoffs here, Archie, uh, the before mentioned Satan. Uh, Sly's here. Hey, Sly, what's going on, boss? Um, let's see. Oh, Homelander's here. Shit. Okay, yeah, we, we got everybody here hanging out today. Forest. All right, it's definitely a good day. <laughs> uh, oh, Ruba's here, my new friend. Hey, Ruba, how you doing? Uh, we, we, a uh, friend I met last week, we called in, we talked for a bit. Um, Satan's like, AJ, I'll be seeing you soon. That's not true at all. See, that, that's funny. I remember talking to somebody about uh, uh, God and heaven and all this good stuff before. Uh, and he said to me, do you believe in God? I'm like, I don't know. That's a hard question. I mean, I can't say I do. I can't say I don't. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of up in the air, I would say. He goes, well, if you don't believe in God, you're going to hell. I was like, well, dude, if I don't believe in God, what makes you think I believe in hell? That's not really much of a threat. Uh, you know, you go to hell. You're the one that made it up. I ain't got nothing to do with that shit. <laughs> I mean, that's it always just seemed uh, uh, to be a ridiculous thing to threaten a disbeliever in the first place. 
You know, so if you don't believe in God, obviously you don't believe in the punishment of God and hell and all that good shit. <sighs> Anyways, excuse me while I get a drink of water. Also, excuse me for sighing in you guys' ear over and over again. I am a big fan of the, the dramatic sigh. There's no problem that can't be made felt at least a little bit better by a dramatic sigh. You guys really should try it out sometime. It's great stress relief. One moment. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Um, one one thing I uh, noticed uh, as I'm getting older that uh, things that shouldn't be a big deal affect the body quite a bit more. Uh, I had to do quite a bit of driving yesterday. Not an extreme amount. Keep in mind when I'm working uh, my daily commutes anywhere between 25 and 40 minutes uh, each way, depending on uh, how bad traffic is. It's normally in the like 30 minute range or so, because I, I uh, have uh, my schedule adjusted to avoid most traffic. Um, however, I think the fact that that's the, those trips are nine to 12 hours apart, depending on uh, how many hours I'm working, uh, makes a big difference on travel time. Because yesterday uh, I had to travel mm, about an hour, maybe a little more, hour and five, hour and 10 minutes uh, each way on a trip. But I was only there for 10 or 15 minutes. There's really just run, do something, and then run back. And I noticed on my way home, I wasn't even home yet, that as I'm going around cor corners or curves rather in the highway, swaying back and forth, that like one side of my back was starting to get fucking pissed. Um, and it turns out I was right. It's one side of my back. It's not pulled. I mean, I got full motion. It just feels really tight and sore. Uh, and realistically speaking, being in the car for call it two hours, uh, straight with a small break in there, uh, should not be a big deal for someone who is like 47 years old. 47 years old is not old. Don't let anyone tell you it is. Um, it's not even close to old. I know old people. I know lots of old people. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's no reason that I should have any issues uh, making a couple hour road trip. Yes, I'm a big person um, that doesn't fit well into vehicles. Um, and uh, but I'm relatively in shape. It's not like I, I'm nursing some injury or some shit like that. Uh, my ailments are more of the stomach nature, nature, not of like skeletal or muscle things or shit like that. So I have no clue why I'm just sitting here right now. And one side of my back is all fucking sore and shit. But. It could be worse, I suppose. I'm, I'm sitting here complaining about it, but I'm laid off to work and I don't do a physical job. So I know there's people out there all that, excuse me, I know there's people out there with injuries way more uh, aggravating than mine that do physical jobs all day. And, you know, and then, you know, barrier of beer or painkillers or just willpower. So it, it makes me feel uh, kind of ashamed to complain about my lower back pain that came from driving around a little too much yesterday. <laughs> um. No, Homelander's like less than one year on the R dot cripple yourself workout routine. I don't think it's the routine, although uh, um, I'm getting I I do think that once this this one's done, I will definitely move on to something else. Uh, it's uh, I'm once again on a rest cycle uh, every every fourth week, so it's three weeks of strength training and then a rest cycle, then three weeks of strength tra training, then a rest cycle. And I've mentioned it to you guys before, I'm getting frustrated with the rest cycles because I don't think I'm at the point where I need them. So uh, certainly when this cycle's done, I will uh, go to the OG experts uh, 
like I want to talk to Tanner about it and straight looks sound as often has really good advice on setting up something maybe a little different for my routine. Um, it's, and I do need someone's help for that because it's hard for me to make decisions like that. I, um, overthink them quite a bit. Uh, like with this workout thing, the thing is I'm doing a whole bunch of different, uh, lifts and I feel like I'm not doing any of them except for the very primary lifts enough. Uh, but I don't want to stop doing any of them. If you know what I'm saying, cause, cause you know, like I, I do feel like there's some benefit if I'm doing it at all, I certainly don't want to neglect a muscle. Um, so I feel like I don't want to drop any of the lifts, but I also feel like I kind of need to, and I think I should be uh, focusing on fewer lifts and doing more of them in longer sessions or whatever. Um, but, uh, so I'd like to get other people's advice on that. You'd think I'd be good on it at this point because um, despite me going hardcore into Dalton's advice, I, I've been lifting for a while, like uh, a couple of years before that and listened to a lot of advice and read a lot of shit and all this good stuff. So you think I would have no issues at all with setting up my own routine. And I probably could. But as you guys know, I often self, oh God, I often second guess myself and, uh, lack confidence in my decisions. So it's always good to have someone that I know knows what they're talking about to look over shit. So we'll see how that goes. I think I still got at least a couple few months left on the routine I'm doing now. So it's not like a today decision or anything like that. Anyways, uh, let's see. Any of you Star Wars people uh, seeing the episodes uh, from The Mandalorian, I assume? For anybody who's watching the mandalorian but has not finished it now it'd be a good time to like go get something to eat or a drink because we're going to talk about it at least briefly um i don't know how much depends on how long how much you guys want to talk about it uh but i have a weird relationship with that show as in i like it but i wasn't super interested in it i actually didn't watch the last couple episodes of season one and i didn't watch any of the episodes of season two right up until like three episodes before the end um the episode with Rosario Dawson as uh, a Jedi attracted my interest. So I watched that one and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, but didn't, didn't, and then the uh, Boba Fett episode I watched because I thought was that would be pretty cool and that was correct. Uh, but then I didn't watch the second to last episode because yeah, I just didn't really care. <laughs> um, and But the last episode I watched just because I knew it was such a big deal with everything going on to it. Uh, spoilers, uh, like Luke Skywalker showed up and like uh, did a whole bunch of cool Jedi shit. Um, and it was awesome. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I It was one of the rare cases where I think I probably shouldn't have read ahead. Uh, I'm not a big deal on spoilers for the most part. It doesn't bother me to find out about the story. Uh, it doesn't, for nine times out of ten, it does not detract any uh, enjoyment for me. Uh, movies don't really surprise me for the most part, so it's not like a, a, there's a big surprise that's, that's going to be ruined for me. I, I figure stuff out pretty regularly. Um, so for the most part, if there's a, a movie that's come out even if I plan to watch it, I'll still read the synopsis on it and stuff. One second. I got to get a dog in my lap. Come here. Oh, give me a little dog. Um, but in this case, I honestly think I probably would have enjoyed the episode better if I did not know that Luke Skywalker was showing up at the end. Uh, I think it would have been more of a thrill for me, you know, because uh, the I, the way they built up suspense, uh, not showing his face as he's coming through and, and wrecking shit and, you know, up to the point where, you're, you know, when he's in the control room and he pulls his hood back. And I knew who he was because I, you know, fucking, you know, uh, read you guys talk about it on the OG. Uh, so, but that's rare enough that for the most part, I don't care if someone spoils shit. I'm not going to try to avoid uh, stuff on the internet uh, 
just because I haven't seen a show yet or a movie or whatever. Uh, Jujitsu said the second to last episode was dope, and it probably was really dope. Like I, I know that was the Bill Burr episode. I just didn't get around to seeing it. I sure, uh, and I will eventually. But I'm, you know, despite being a big nerd, I'm not a huge Star Wars person, uh, and. I honestly think that uh, they're probably going to oversaturate this shit. I think the Mandalorian has made them really big for their britches. Uh, a couple of these things they had planned ahead anyways. Like I know they have an Obi-Wan uh, show coming out and a couple other things. But I I saw a headline the other day that said uh, Disney's coming up w- with 22 different Star Wars themed uh, TV shows. And uh, that is probably too many Star Wars themed TV shows, really. Let's be realistic about it. Um, I see homeboy on the chat box saying the entire uh, season was awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, didn't watch the shit, not because it wasn't good. It's just because I was like, man. <laughs> so I don't know why. I'll go back and watch them at some point. But what do you guys think? Do you guys really think that they need that many different Star Wars things? Um, I didn't click on it and see what most of them were about. But we know the Obi-Wan uh is going to have his own TV show. We know the Gina Carino and uh, that other chick are going to have their own TV show. We know there's going to be a TV show for Boba Fett. Um, now let's see. I don't know. You know, um, I know. Like, I, let's just go to Yahoo and check. Uh, let's see. Disney. Oh, don't print something. I don't even have a printer. That's what happens when you start typing stuff from an angle. I'm not in front of my keyboard. I'm kind of like to the right of it. TV shows. Yeah, let's go to news. Damn, I should put Star Wars in there too. Huh? One second. Now this one says all ten upcoming Star Wars shows explained, but. That's also from two weeks ago. I could have swore I saw something that said like 20-something uh, two uh, new shows coming out. Okay, well, let's look at the uh, 10 that this one see. It says we'll decide whether or not they're going to succeed, right? All right. Oh, let's see. There's the Obi-Wan Kenobi one there that we already mentioned. That one will probably do well, I imagine. It's got Ewan McGregor in it, for Christ's sake. So, so you know, it's not lacking for star power or anything like that. Um... Next, uh, Aksaka, I'm probably saying her name, like, uh, the, uh, Rosario Dawson character. She's going to have her own TV show, apparently. Uh, then there's one called Rangers of the New Republic, which I hadn't heard of yet, uh, which is a, a direct spinoff from The Mandalorian. Um, following the do- downfall of the Empire and Return of the Jedi, the Rebel Alliance helped establish the New Republic. Uh, the system of governance that will ultimately be wiped out by the First Order in The Force Awakens. Uh, as seen in The Mandalorian, New Republic pilots like Trapple Wolf and Carson Teva become responsible for maintaining order in a chaotic galaxy, sweep up, sweeping up any lingering Imperial remnants along the way. So uh, Favreau and Fiola will be behind this show, so it should do well. Um, and it also... Looks like it'll have crossovers with the Mandalorian and the uh, Rosario Dawson show as well. Uh, another show coming out it will be Andor. Um, I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, oh, I didn't really watch Rogue One. 
Uh, I saw bits and pieces of it, and I, I watched the end of it, but I didn't watch it from front to back. But this is apparently for one of the characters from um, that show, that movie, rather. So um, I can't say much about that. Then they have another one called the Acoloid, or I'm probably saying I'm, oh, fuck. <laughs> I should have skipped it. I knew I was going to say that wrong. Um, they don't know shit about that one yet. <laughs> then there's the Bad Batch, which is a spinoff from Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, deriving its title from the episode of the same name, which introduced the titler quintet of defective clones. Collectively known as Clone Force 99, the so-called Bad Batch are genetically modified clone troopers that differ from their regular counterparts in various unique ways. So first off, they probably all got OG-sized hogs. Um, <laughs> oh, an animated TV series. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Hold off on the OG-sized hogs. Uh, an animated series uh, starring Clone Force 99 was officially confirmed by Disney back in July. Okay, that might be neat. Uh, Lando, okay, that's an easy one. Uh, they're going to have uh, stories of Lando before, uh, well, probably after Solo, but before uh, um, the uh, first Star Wars movies, excuse me. Star Wars Visions, which is, um, oh, it's basically their uh, version of What If, where they're just going to throw different uh, scenarios at you. A droid story, which is R2, D2, and C3PO. Um, so they're going to have, uh, they're going to return in Disney Plus's a droid story, uh, along with an unspecified new hero. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be, oh, that's animation again. So, uh, and then the Mandalorian season three. So yeah, that's quite a bit coming at you in the next year or two. Um, you guys interested in all that? Do you think it's all going to be great? Do you think none of it's going to be great? Does something attract your interest more than something else? Does something sound like it's really going to fucking suck? What do you guys think? Okay, not too many not too many answers at once. You guys we got to remember, it's only just me reading this stuff, so you got to slow it down a little bit. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, I think for the most part, you guys are right. They're probably going to kill most of it. Uh, I'm, but I'm not really their target audience anymore. I'm not... Don't really care one way or another. So, you know, Satan said it's not his cup of tea. I, I knew it. I knew it. Satan's a Star Trek fan. <laughs> uh, Wolfcastle says he likes the Star Trek stuff. Excuse me, likes the Star Wars stuff. Doesn't watch the cartoons and wishes Gina Carino would get fired because she cannot act when she's fat. Do you think she can act when she's thin? Do you think the extra pounds make her a bad actress? I haven't had... I haven't had any uh, issues with her acting, but they have not asked her to carry a heavy load, so to speak. So it's I can't speak on her acting ability. It's perfectly fine for what they've given her so far. Um, but it, you know, it is what it is. All right. Anyways, let's see. What do, we want to, what do we actually want to talk about today? Let's swing on over to the OG and see what they're talking about. Got a dog in my lap. It has nothing to do with nothing, but I thought I'd point it out. It's a really cute dog. We really should have video. I should put this all on YouTube video-wise so you guys could appreciate how cute this dog is because you, you guys don't really know. I mean, you think you know how cute this dog is, but you don't. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's cuddled up against my hand trying to get me to pet it more. Um, it's adorable. And it's all cuddly looking. And it keeps its you know ears down all submissive-like, even though it's not submissive at all. So she, um, she runs the shit around here. Um, she's really, really good at making you want to pet her. I mean, yeah. So, 
All right, let's see what they're talking about on the OG. <clears throat> they're doing a uh, Secret Santa on the OG, which I always think is interesting. I'm tempted to join it every year, but I don't want the responsibility of trying to buy someone something, so I normally pass on it. Uh, it's fun to see what everyone else is getting, though. I'll start checking that once the uh, uh, holidays uh, over, like after once Christmas hits and people are posting what they're getting. I haven't looked at it yet. They might be posting it now, but I always wait until afterwards to check them all at once. And then I always regret not doing it because everyone's getting all, getting all kinds of cool shit from different OG years. But as I mentioned, I don't want the responsibility. So I see there's a uh, <clears throat> thread on here for uh, OG saying he has no Christmas presents under his tree. Um, I clicked on that briefly. It looks like the OG's helping him out. I'm assuming that they did their due diligence to make sure he wasn't some guy just like trying to rip people off. Um, but if I remember correctly, it's an OG year that's been around for a fucking long time, so that'd be highly unlikely at this point. Uh, the OG did have a little issue with people trying to scam people for money with sob stories and such, um, but that doesn't happen that often, and the OG is normally pretty good about figuring out who's uh, fake and who's real. And uh, if I remember correctly, the guy on there has been on there. Like, I think he's an old one, so it's, we're relatively certain, you know, he's not fucking trying to pull anyone's leg with the shit. So, which is awesome, because the OG is always out to help with someone who actually truly needs it. and. Uh, it looks like that's exactly what they're doing. Just and you know, just a dude on there saying he's having trouble, you know, getting Christmas presents for his family and all that good stuff. So, hooray for the OG. <laughs> um, you know, I think I saw someplace that we're not having MMA for quite a while. Uh, let me go to the good old MMA playground and see when the next one is. Uh, did I see something like not like almost a month or some shit? It's, uh. Yeah, yeah, fucking you. We got 23 days till the next MMA event, guys. There will be no fight companion this Saturday. Uh, we're going to have to have some sort of other companion uh, for <laughs> to get everyone together. Maybe a dance companion. Why don't you guys all get the same dance and uh, uh, music together and uh, like have a little dance off? Um, uh, I haven't fucked with Discord. Does Discord have video capacity? Because, you know, you know, while you guys can talk on the... Um, uh, obviously on here on the good old pod bean where you guys are talking back and forth if you can get a video thing going you guys can have like a fucking dance off yeah that'd be great because i know you guys are all excellent dancers so <laughs> get some club music going you boots, 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 boots. i could see tenor fucking break dancing I, that wouldn't surprise me at least but that ram man physique he could spin on his head like a motherfucker i bet yeah that'd be fucking awesome you guys about that yeah I t i'm telling you man video dance party Oh, Satan's got two years of ballroom. Just all oh, he's going to turn it in a completely different direction. Oh, goddamn, dude. Get all elegant and shit. Yeah. How about uh, Rumba? Can anyone do the Roomba? A Rumba? Rumba. Yeah. Rumba is a fucking automatic uh, robot for cleaning floors. <laughs> uh, I kind of want, always wanted to like, I kind of like dancing, but I know I, I'm goofy and uh, looking and do not have uh, coordination or rhythm. So <laughs> it's probably not a good idea for me to dancing. Uh, to be dancing, but I always, I always enjoyed it. Um, there's a brief period where I did the entire dance, dance revolution thing, which is not dancing at all. Uh, but it was good cardio. I, I had enough fun with it that I bought like a, cause you know, when you buy it at home, I, I can't remember which PlayStation I had it for probably two or one or two or some shit like that. Um, and whenever you buy that dance, dance revolution shit, they give you like a big plastic mat that you, you, that you do all the dance moves on. Uh, and I decided, uh, that, you know, that wasn't good enough for me. And I actually went on eBay. I think I spent like $80 or a hundred dollars or something like that and got an actual metal, like 
floor controller. <laughs> yeah, it it looked just like the ones at the arcade, but without like the uh, the handholds. But it was like the floor portion of it. You know, uh, of the senses with you know the lights on it and the sensors and shit. Uh, and I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, it wasn't the sort of thing I do in public. Like <laughs> it was, it's like not, I'm not going to go to the arcade and play any dance, dance revolution. Uh, but for a little while, is how I was getting my cardio. And uh, honestly, if I had one of those right now, I'd probably play it. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, they, they were fun. You know, it's kind of like you know what they say about having you know sex with a fat chick or riding a uh, you know scooter. It's a lot of friends, but you don't really want your friends to see you doing it. It's a lot of friends. It's a lot of fun, but it's uh, nothing you want your friends to see you doing. Man. It's noticed, uh, I've noticed throughout the course of the show that my pronunciation is actually getting worse instead of better, which means I'm getting tired. Uh, honestly, I think uh, with nothing to do all day, uh, I sit around and smoke too much, which affects me too much. But mostly it's just sitting around. It's just drains your energy. Um, I got up i think at like six in the morning so it's not like i've been up any kind of ridiculous time but when i get off the show here i'm probably gonna take my medication eat something and go to bed so so i'll be in bed by like eight o'clock at tops and i will sleep until probably about fucking six in the morning again uh i have no clue why i, I assume at one point i'll be rested up enough and i'll start sleeping like the regular 68 six to eight hours that everyone else sleeps but for right now it's like 10 to 12 every day Wolf Castle says I gotta get my shit together and start growing dope again. I didn't enjoy doing it. it, it I thought it would be a fun hobby because I enjoy weed, but I once again I worried about it and overthought it so much that uh, that it wasn't a lot of fun. And uh, not to mention, I do not look forward to uh, trimming that shit at the end. That's the big deal. If you get any kind of quantity, it's a huge pain in the ass. Excuse me to trim weed. Uh, you you would definitely have to try it to understand what I'm talking about. Um, Jitsu says I should smoke some meth in between dabs. You know what? That's a great idea. I really should. That will that will give me some more energy. Now I'm just thinking about it's giving me energy. Holy shit, man! I wonder if I can get some of that before the end of the show. Uh, I can get pot delivered here pretty quick. Uh, my new delivery service is way quicker quicker than the last one. My old one, whenever I made a uh, delivery request they tell me it was one to three hours uh, for the, the the delivery and it's closer to three than one most of the time um this new place will get me something in like 20 or 30 minutes most of the time if it's over an hour they throw in like free shit <laughs> like they have their drivers drive around with like a box of free edibles <laughs> and we're talking like 15 20 edibles so it's not like you know like they're cheap little shits like uh they gave me a 200 milligram nerd rope uh because they were over took them over an hour to get me my shit instead of the, uh, you know, 30 minutes that it normally does, which is pretty, pretty fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, here you go. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was buying the $200 worth of shit. So, so, uh, so it wasn't like a, a, um insignificant delivery, although I'm sure they have way bigger ones than that because, you know, that's how the pop world works. You can buy a fucking ounce for $400 from them. You can also buy an ounce for $80 from them. It depends what kind of quality, quality you want, really. Um, the juicer said he I, he needed to do some MDMA via butthole. I you know he hears that's awesome. I heard that was awesome. That's one you know that's one of those drugs that if it was offered to me, I'd be tempted to take uh, as long as I could like talk my wife into taking it. Because <laughs> you know that that'd be the only reason I want to try that. I've heard that uh, like sex and stuff is really good on that. But I, I kind of missed it. I was a little bit too old for that shit. Uh, 
ecstasy was coming through just as I was starting to get out of the party scene, really. I mean, it was around and shit, yeah, but, you know, um, like, like I said, I, I was starting to get out of the party scene by that point, and MDMA, which from what I understand is not exactly ecstasy, I mean, they're similar, but not the same thing, was way, way out of my uh, party range by that point. So I've never messed around with any of that kind of shit. Much less sticking it in my butthole. <laughs> Uh, yeah um yeah and i'm lucky like that uh that's probably not something i should have messed with meth i'm definitely like lucky i've mentioned to you guys before i'm super duper lucky i just never encountered meth because i'm pretty sure i'd be dumb enough to try it when i was younger but when i when i was younger my favorite saying i've said this a bazillion times in the show is uh, i never met a drug i didn't like just a whole bunch i could not afford um so meth would have fucked me up really bad because it's cheap I understand and it doesn't take much like two little bumps will fuck you up for like the whole day and then that would be like i understand a, a two little bumps is like two or three dollars worth of fucking meth so you know you, you spend 20 or 30 dollars on meth you got enough meth to fuck you up for a couple weeks i guess i don't know i might have the exact uh, percentages wrong but from what i understand meth is relatively cheap and it fucks you up for a very long time so i would have been all about that that's one of the reasons i liked acid the most is because you could uh uh, spend five dollars on acid and you'd be fucked up for eight to 12 hours sometimes you know five dollars of weed isn't going to fuck you up that long five dollars worth of beer might not even get you that much of a buzz but five dollars worth of acid in your day is done it's taken care of you're uh, not only is your drugs taken care of uh for all day from five dollars worth of acid your entire entertainment's taken up for uh, is taken care of for that day because because sometimes you know you can smoke weed and still be bored sometimes you can drink and still have nothing to do but taking care of acid is taking acid is its entire thing. There's your drugs to keep you and your entertainment all in one. If you're bored on acid, dude, there's something wrong with your life, dude, because <laughs> it doesn't take much, really. Uh, uh, I've taken acid and just wandered the fucking streets many a time and had a great time. It's <laughs> just looking at stuff. Um, let's see what you guys are talking about. Uh, let's see. Oh edibles last 10 hours they can yeah i from what i understand uh i haven't as i mentioned before uh, i don't do a lot of edibles because they don't have the same effect on me as other people my body metabolizes them differently so i don't get that uh, psychoactive effect that a lot of people get um just you said he'd never pay for the massive amounts he blow he did um the juicer was in a band so he never bought it <laughs> so he had to quit the but he had to quit the band uh jitsu says i look like a tweaker yeah i can imagine i do look like a tweaker <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i mean yeah i um <clears throat> that's how it was with me with coke i didn't buy a lot of coke once or twice but mostly i did other people's coke um which means i didn't do a lot of coke because <laughs> i don't have tits um or and i'm not in a van or any of that good shit so <sighs> the good old days i look back on them nostalgically now but but uh thinking about it realistically uh even weed and weed is is like barely a drug um when people say they're addicted to weed i'm like oh yeah i feel really sorry for you man that's gotta be hard to deal with and i'm addicted to weed i'll admit it but it's, it's not the same sort of thing but still being addicted to weed can suck in different ways i remember being back in the day spending like all day trying to find a bag of weed that was my entire goal for the day calling different people on the phone trying to find trying to find somebody that knew somebody that had a bag there wasn't no having a delivery service you know um and and when that didn't work you got in your car and you started driving around sketchy parts of the fucking neighborhood and 
and you hoping to see somebody on, on the side of the road that you were reasonably certain was a drug dealer and not a fucking cop. <laughs> and then you pulled over and you hoped that they had weed instead of uh, what they probably had, which was crack. Cause there's been many a time when I was trying to buy like a dime bag of weed. Cause that was the thing in the ghetto. You didn't, you couldn't buy an eighth or a quarter or something like that off some dealer in the street. You buy a dime bag. So which if you're lucky, you'd be a gram. So, yeah. <laughs> so instead of, so instead of buying a bag for like, you know, an eighth for $25, you, you know, you buy like three dime bags from this guy for 30 bucks and still only three grams. So, which sucked. Uh, uh, that didn't happen most of the time. I was lucky enough to know people. Um, <clears throat> so for the most part, I, I didn't have to do that. That's like, I, I can think of buying drugs, uh, weed on off the street in the ghetto off of people, maybe half a dozen times in my entire life. For the most part, I was able to get a hold of people. Um, like one of my friends was a fairly, I call it small to mid-level drug dealer. You know, not, not big time anything, but not just like, you know, some dude that's sold the eighths out of his house. Yeah. Um, so a, a little bit in between. Um, and still, even then it sucked. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't even count the amount of hours I spent doing stuff I didn't really want to do hanging out with people I didn't really want to hang out with just because fucking drugs. <laughs> that's, that's the downside that people downside of drugs that people don't tell you about. Really? This you know, yeah. People know about the financial ruin of drugs. Yeah. People know about the, how it fucks up your health and all and your mental capacities and all this good stuff. But people don't talk about how much you have to hang out with fucking asshole people that you don't like. <laughs> and I'm sure any of you guys that, that have done any amount of drugs have sat in a room with some dude that you can't fucking stand, or maybe a whole room full of dudes that you can't fucking stand because that's where the drugs are. And you got to put up this shit to get your drugs or even worse. You don't have any drugs. So you got to hang out with these people. You don't even really like, cause that's otherwise you're not getting fucking high today. So yeah, I am so glad that my drug is legal and able to get, uh, able to get off of any corner, excuse me, uh, from stores and deliveries and things like that. Cause I don't want to go through that shit anymore at all. <laughs> it's funny my sociability and my outgoingness has shrunken in direct proportion with my ability to get weed. <laughs> now that I can get weed whenever I want, I don't leave my house. I don't hang out with other people. It turns out I don't like other people. <laughs> and for any of you who are my real life friends, I apologize in advance, but I'm sorry. I don't want to do anything with anybody. I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to go to other people's houses. Uh, people can come to my house if they want. I mean, I, I can handle that. <laughs> But I understand why you don't want to come to my house because I won't go to your house. Um, so I, I've turned into a hermit. And I think I might have always been a hermit. It just drugs caused me to be an extrovert uh, uh, by force because it's the only way to get the drugs. So, and that's how I spent my 20s and 30s being a, a partier when I didn't really want to. <laughs> I just wanted to be some introvert doing drugs in my house. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, Jitsu says what usually happens is you get drunk and, and go, yeah, yeah, fuck it, let's try that. And that's happened quite a few times uh, as well. That's normally has something to do with it whenever I got into anything harder. Uh, it normally wasn't uh, a stone cold sober, yeah, let's do a whole bunch of coke. It's normally you've been out drinking for a while and someone pulls it out and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever got up in the morning and said, yeah, you know what, let's go get some coke. That'll, that'll be a fun thing to do today. <laughs> But I've known people that did, so that's how it ended up working out once or twice. But mm. uh, Shep's saying it's uh, not legal yet in the UK. Are you speaking of weed, I assume? Uh, 
Uh, but they seem to have a dec- decent supply where they don't have to leave my house. Hermit life for the win. Yes, definitely hermit life for the win. I mean, like I'm talking to you guys, you guys are my friends, as pitiful as that might sound. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys are all the friends I need. I don't need to interact with other people. Uh, I've got my dog in my lap, uh, who's uh, having a great day because I've been petting her for like what the last 40 minutes or so. Uh, my wife's in the other room watching a TV show. Uh, so I, yeah, fuck the outside world. <laughs> As long as I get Amazon and Grubhub, I, I'm fine, man. How about you guys? Some of you guys, are, I'm sure, are way uh, more outgoing than I am. I can't be the, we can't all be like fucking introverts here, right? Some of you guys go out on a normal basis. I do know that, that my numbers go down uh, on certain days, and I assume that's the days you guys are out doing shit. Uh, like uh, weekends are normally a little bit slower. Uh, at least they were. I don't know. The last couple of weekends, you guys have seemed to be uh, around quite a bit. I don't know if that's uh, because there's less going on outside because of all the bans and like curfews and quarantines and shit, or if the uh, tenor and jitsu and sly dog shows and, uh, and um, juicer shows that have been coming on after mine on the weekends are that popular that it's actually helping my show out. You guys show up early for them, uh, but I have noticed that the weekends have been doing better than they used to. It used to be, you didn't get anybody listening on the weekends. You know, this is a weekday show. Now, now actually we've got good numbers pretty much the entire fucking week, which I appreciate guys. I know I say this over and over again, but I, I can't do this show without you. Um, it would just be me talking to myself, which would be very weird. <laughs> Let's see. Tenor is a well-known pond. Yeah. Where the fuck is Tenor? I haven't seen him at all today. He normally manages to stop in for at least a little while. For you guys who are new listeners, Tenor is one of the uh, longtime callers. Uh, he's practically a co-host. He would be if you'd be if I could get him, pin him down to put some more time into it. But he also does a, a show occasionally on my, the days that I'm not doing the show, um, and uh, joins into for a lot of the other shows. Uh, great guy. Uh, sounds like Charlie Sheen. Looks like Ram Man. Uh, interesting character. <laughs> but I haven't seen him on here today, so hopefully tomorrow we'll call in. Uh, we've got about ten minutes left in the show. Uh, anybody have any topics they want me to cover today? I've covered everything I pretty much want to. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm sure I can find someone else to talk about for ten minutes. But this is your show, so what do you guys want me to talk about? Yeah, he's uh, yeah, it's dragging off. Says Tanner's planning content for his next show. That's right. Yeah, basically he won't call in now. He wants to save all the shit for his show. <laughs> He actually sent me a message saying, hey, man, I hope you I hope I'm not stepping on any toes doing the show. I'm like, come on, man. I've been trying to get you on my show. I've been telling you how awesome you were at this shit for quite a while. It'd be kind of fucking weird to be pissed off about you actually doing it. Dragon has a show. No, did I say anything like that? I meant tenor. I was talk- speaking about tenor for all that shit. Uh, let's see. Let's go over the OG and pick out our last topic for the night. Mm-hmm. Let's see. OG doc. Ask me anything on COVID-19. No. no. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Here's an interesting problem. If I, um, on my Facebook, uh, I'm friends with lots of people. Uh, in addition to people that I know, like, you know, um, I'm friends with other people just by weird coincidence. Like, for example, uh, the person I'm going to speak of, I'm not going to say any of their names or anything like that because, you know, uh, it's no one's business. But this particular person, hold on a second, I got to put a dog down. They're getting restless. All right. Ow. There you go, dog. Go see what mom's doing. 
But this particular person I know, uh, I barely know them. They, uh, they're actually a friend of my sister. Um, my sister's quite a bit younger than me. I'm 47. She is 30. Um, so this particular person grew up with my sister. I didn't grow up with my sister. Um, who I guess was like a childhood friend of hers, like right up from like, you know, middle school on and all this good stuff. Uh, so I've only met her once. She went, came over my house about nine or 10 years ago, uh, with my sister. Cause you know, my sister was bored, wanted to hang out and some shit like that. And, um, so, uh, I barely know this girl, uh, she, but we're Facebook friends. Cause that's how that shit works. Yeah. You, know, you met someone once in your entire life. You see the, you know, Facebook says, Hey, you should be Facebook friends with this person. So fine. So, but point being, uh, I see her on Facebook, even though I don't really know her. Uh, she's a stripper. Um, nothing wrong with that. Uh, I actually think that's one of those, uh, unlike some people, I actually, uh, um, respect strippers. That's it. You're getting men to give you money just to, for shaking around stuff. <laughs> you know, if you're smart, you're supposed to be staying in shape anyways, just because be healthy. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, if you were going to pay me money to, to, to shake my junk around in front of chicks, I'd be more than happy to do that. I've got no moral qualms of a stripper or, any, or anything like that. So, uh, qu- uh, quite the opposite. Uh, so, um, and she's been a stripper for quite a while. I think, you know, uh, I think she said since she was 25 or so, uh, like a good six or seven years anyways, I think, um, with this COVID stuff, uh, she's been out of work quite often. And like, for example, right now, uh, she's been out of work since, uh, they didn't let her go back. She was off work. Uh, they did the first lockdown in March and mid March, and she was not allowed to go back to work until, uh, mid June, almost actually, no, no, a little bit later than that July, because they let strip clubs open later than some other things. Like, uh, my club was allowed to go back to work in mid June, but she was mid July. And then she worked from mid July until, um, like early, early November where they closed it down again and we're, and it's going to remain closed until at least January 15th. Think about that. Uh, so call it, uh, so she was, got, she got to work in January and February and half of March. So two and a half March month, two and a half months, excuse me. And then she got to work from mid July. Uh, so that's Ju- July till, um, call it mid November. So that's July, uh, August, September, October, November. So she's only got to work six, seven and a half months, the, uh, out of the entire year. Um, and uh, from what I understand, because she does, uh, she's a stripper, um, unemployment works really weird and she hasn't been approved for it. They keep on saying she's going to be approved and this, that, and the other. Um, and I was watching her talk about on Facebook about how like she's so behind in all this on all these different bills, um, that she can't pay. And she, you know, she, she, she's behind in her rent and she's thinks she's going to get kicked out and her car is broken down. She doesn't have any money to pay for it. And this, that, and that, and like, holy. And then I started thinking about me complaining about my issues and how I, you know, how I had to, you know, cash out my 401k to make sure I was going to pay all my bills and stuff. And I feel shitty. I feel like a shitty person for complaining about that kind of shit. Uh, cause that's a completely different life than what I'm living. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of money. Uh, and I worry about stuff like that, but I have a house. I have got good credit. I, I had a 401k that I was able to build up and stuff like that. Um, uh, she's never had any kind of fucking life at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I, I knew she was always my sister's poor friend. Yeah. You know? uh, so she grew up poor and, you know, fucking made poor decisions throughout her life, uh, in, in certain respect, re- retrospects that made it so that she wasn't going to college or doing shit like that. And, you know, and 
decided that you know stripper is the best thing to, uh, to do and i understood completely she you know, you know strippers when they're making good money are making more than i do uh but being such an unstable life she's now put herself in a position that you know i that i always feared myself to be in where you know the the broken fucking no way out kind of thing so yeah i was um watching all her talk about her facebook woes and these are all the kind of thoughts that went through my head uh so and obviously i don't know where you guys are in your life and what you got going on but hopefully if you're doing good you know take a moment to think about uh how some other people have have and try to appreciate what you got <laughs> anyways uh i think we're about done i think we got yeah we got three minutes left but uh <laughs> i'm feeling a little bit emotional i think we're gonna get out of here uh uh, I want to thank you guys for listening in. As I mentioned before, I can't do the show without you. Uh, I want to thank Homeboy for calling in uh, and keeping it brief. <laughs> I, you know, not really. You know what I mean? I appreciate you calling Homeboy. You're my homie. Um, we're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock to do this all over again. So until then, uh, I'm Passive J. You guys have yourself a great day. Bye-bye, guys. Where did it go? Ah, oh, there it is. Theme tune for the OG. Fuck me OG. Fuck me OG. Fuck me OG. I wild eat. Check. Yeah.